get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With Alex Ferrario and Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kylie. It's Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. We continue preparing for the start of the NFL season. Chiefs versus Texans tonight. Pre-game coverage right here on 101 ESPN beginning at 630. Let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Happy to be joined by NFL analyst for betonline.ag. He is Andy Benoit joining us here on the show. Andy, we always appreciate the time, man. How you doing on the start of this NFL season? I'm doing great. I appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. We're ha- we're happy to have you. So let's start with that game tonight. Houston versus Kansas City, the debut of Patrick Mahomes for this 2020 season. I I'm curious from your perspective, Andy, as we look at these two quarterbacks with Watson and Mahomes, do you view Watson as the number two in the AFC to Patrick Mahomes for the foreseeable future? Or do you think that that's going to be Lamar Jackson in your opinion? Oh, that's a great question. Um, boy, I, I probably would lean more towards Lamar. I actually, of the two, you know, I, I think you can make the argument Lamar is the more polished overall passer of the two. I know Watson has done some great things through the air. One thing that, that Watson has room to grow on is his movement within the pocket when he's making progression reads. If the read's defined, and especially if it's a deep read, he is outstanding in the pocket. So we know he can physically do it, and he's got the – the mechanics and the poise to play from within the pocket where he can take the next step. And Lamar's got some room to grow here as well, but where where Watson can really take the next step and and probably uh, unfold as a full superstar is the ability to move with subtlety and nuance within the pocket while working through multiple reads, intermediate level reads, backside reads, whatever it is. Um, As I'm eager to see how he does this year with that. And then Jackson, you know, Jackson is, is, such an incredible runner but his he's a willing player from the pocket as well which is highly unusual both those guys are you don't see a lot of mobile qbs that have the discipline and mechanics to be drop back quarterbacks because they've never had to be until they get to the nfl and i've been impressed with both of them Andy, speaking of quarterbacks, uh, I'm curious your thoughts on this upcoming season because you got a lot of new faces on new teams, but you also have a lot of young quarterbacks that could create some quarterback competition. Do you see possibly some some midseason changes when it comes to quarterbacks this year? Uh, I think it's always on the table. Teams are always going to experiment and and do what they can there, and all things being equal, once you get to midseason especially, all things being equal, the younger guy is going to play uh, ahead of the older or ahead of the older guy. So um, I think that's that's certainly on the table. But you know, remember, coaches for the most part they they need quarterbacks who understand the system and uh, and can run the the plays the way they're designed. It's not just the QB out there. You got other guys that are counting on you there. 
We're talking with Andy Benoit here on 101 ESPN. Andy, a lot has been made of Tom Brady going down to Tampa Bay, no doubt about it, but he is certainly not the only veteran quarterback that has switched teams. You've got Phillip Rivers on the Colts. You've got Cam Newton on the Patriots now. Of those other guys not named Tom Brady, who is the player that you're most interested in seeing this weekend to see what they look like on their new team? Well, I'm optimistic for Rivers because a lot of his trouble last year with the Chargers stemmed from uh, playing under pressure. And he used to be really good at playing from a muddied pocket. Uh, You know, he wasn't as effective last season doing that, to just be perfectly honest. I don't think it's going to be as big a deal, though, because Indianapolis' offensive line is probably the best in the AFC. I think he's going to have plenty of clean pockets to play from. And I'm I'm eager to see what that means for him. I could see him, you know, he's still a very good anticipation passer. He reads the field as well as anybody. I could see him having a really productive, efficient season in a Colts offense that also will probably incorporate a lot of the running game. It, for Tom Brady this year, Andy, if if things don't start out great, do you feel like it's going to be more on Tom Brady, or do you feel like the uh, the fire is going to go straight to the head coach? Well, that's a good question because the system right now, it looks like they're going to run the system that the head coach runs. It sounds like it's Brady adapting to Arians, which I think is fine. I you know that's uh, I bet Brady welcomes that. In fact, at this point. I mean, and Arians has had a lot of success with his scheme. It's a, it's a more aggressive scheme than most. It's a very vertical passing game that he runs. He puts a lot of onus on the offensive line to win one-on-one and pass protection. So that's the approach. Now, if you, on your question, if it for whatever reason doesn't work or it just goes abysmal early on, what do people like you and me start saying? Are we blaming Arians or are we blaming Brady? Brady will get the blame because most of the media doesn't really understand Arians' scheme and, and the nuances of it. But people within football, <laughs> that'll be an interesting debate if it goes that way. I don't, I don't think it will go that way, uh, but it gets into the age-old question of, you know, how much do you tailor things to your quarterback? So the Bucks are certainly one of the teams that's getting a lot of hype going into the season. Andy, who's the team that's getting a lot of the hype that you're just not buying into? You don't see it the same way that other people seem to early in, this, early, in the early going. Well, uh, Green. I think Green Bay had an excellent season last year, and I, I maybe there's not a ton of hype surrounding them, but I think they could be a much better team this year and go 11 and five instead of 13 and three. It's they were a team with some room, quite a bit of room in some areas for improvement a year ago, even though they went as far as they did. And it's a great testament to them that they did get as far as they did amidst all the change they were undergoing. But uh, of all the 13-3 and three and those type of teams coming off championship appearances that I've seen, and this one's returning basically everybody from last year's roster for the most part, you know, I, I've been a little more lukewarm on them than I would be on some other teams, I'd say. On the other side of that coin, I've been all in on the Steelers this offseason after what they did a year ago. I just, that defense is so good. And if you can go 8-8 eight and eight with the quarterback play that they had last year, I think that that's a team that's probably going to surprise some people this year. Do you have a team like that for you that you think is going to surprise people with how good they are early? So I can certainly see your argument for Pittsburgh. I, and I think that makes perfect sense. I mean, that team led the NFL and sacks. I believe they were number two in turnovers, I want to say. They were right up near the top. So we're talking about a big play defense that does a lot of different things schematically with their coverages and some of their pressure designs. 
Yeah, that's an unusual combination. Usually those teams that are highly complex, what they do is force a lot of incompletions. They don't necessarily force turnovers quite as much. For Pittsburgh to have made the big plays that they did a year ago, I'm with you on that defense. And then having Ben Roethlisberger back, they were basically treading water offensively. We don't know what Roethlisberger will be this year, um, but they're not going to be a treading water offense. They're going to be more effective than that, just having him on the field. So I, I, I like that pick. Denver's another team, and I felt stronger before Von Miller got hurt, unfortunately. Um, but a lot of offensive, young offensive firepower that fits each other really well stylistically uh, in the passing game, that is. And defensively, I, I love Vic Fangio's system. It's one of the most difficult schemes in all of football to play against, and they're going to be in year two in that system, and I would expect a big jump forward for them. Andy, talk to me about the Titans because it seems like a lot of people aren't talking about this team and they succeed under that when they make the playoffs last year and go as far as they do. But why are people not giving them a lot of credit this year? Well, they're a smaller market team. They they don't have a headline quarterback. You know, there's not a lot of I mean, they got Derrick Henry's contract figured out. There weren't a lot of other storylines pertaining to him, but um you know that's. I mean, they were a legit AFC Championship team. They weren't just some nine and seven club that happened to get hot. Once they made the quarterback change, I believe they were. I want to say one in four or something. Like that. I mean, they they were down in the near the bottom of the division at the time they changed QBs. So their record under Ryan Tannehill, if they'd done that over the whole season, which that's a big if. But if they had done that over the season, they would have been the number two or three seed most likely. So I I think the Titans are a very legit team. They do a lot of things defensively. They're much better than their defensive stats suggest. They're very difficult to play against, and we've seen them go up against good offenses before and give them trouble. Kansas City got them in the championship, but they had given Kansas City trouble during the regular season. I remember uh, the 2018, the year the Patriots beat the Rams in the Super Bowl, Tennessee dominated the Patriots uh, defensively that year. So it's a, it's a great system that they run. Mike Vrabel does a really nice job there. Final question for Andy Benoit. He is an NFL analyst with betonline.ag. You can give him a follow on Twitter as well. He's at Andy underscore Benoit, B-E-N-O-I-T. Andy, going into this season, what is your Super Bowl prediction? I know that is the cliche question of the day, but here we are. (laughs) We are officially here in the NFL season is beginning tonight. What is your pick for the Super Bowl this year? Well, Kansas City has a lot of firepower offensively, more than probably any team we've seen in recent years. So if, if Mahomes is available to him all season long, which you know we hope and he should be, um, I, could, I could understand why people would forecast them to get back to the Super Bowl. And the NFC side, New Orleans to me is the most complete team in the NFC. I think their offense is still very prolific. It's not quite as explosive as it used to be. Uh, having Emmanuel Sanders there, wide receiver, maybe adds a little juice to that, but it's an efficient offense still. And they, they, they were up near the top of the league in all major categories statistically again last year. And the defensively, they're probably two guys deep at each position. They, they have full defensive rotations at all spots if they want. And they do a lot of different things on defense. They don't, they, they're not overly complex. They are some of their pass rush looks, but Overall, they're not overly complex, but they rotate coverages so steadily that in the big scheme of the game or in the flow of that game, you feel like you are facing a complex defense. And they've got corners who can cover one-on-one, which gives them a lot of freedom for what they can do with other guys. So I, I guess if I were to answer your question, I'd, I'd lean towards Kansas City and New Orleans. 